0: civilian, you know, spouses and families are worried about uh, transitioning out of the military. It's it it, it is scary. And I think that, you know, maybe soon we'll ask someone to come on and talk about their transition process. But, you know, as as it gets further or if anyone wants to record a message on Anchor, you can record a message and tell us about your transition um, process and we'd be more than happy to record it. Yeah.
1: And, you know, it's not all bad either. You know, there's certainly an excitement, the thought of I've completed this goal. I've, I've served my country, the pride that these folks must feel, uh, the sacrifices they've given for us. And, but then there, I would imagine there's a huge excitement about starting your second life, your new life, you know, and, what do i want to be when i grow right. up? i have thought. this like i get to i get to make these all my own decisions I have, yeah. and i remember think about when you went to college the first right. time i tell you that first year when you are out from mom and dad's right. house you do get that like i get to make all my life decisions and let's let's face it some of them are bad decisions I... right
0: you know and you, no you i didn't make to... one bad decision <laughs> I I, know, I didn't you, make. That one I didn't make one bad decision. Right.
1: Oh well. Yeah. Then I. Then I can speak for right. both of us because I've made a ton,
0: <laughs> a ton. But um, yeah. So. Hi everyone. Welcome. To our broadcast: a realtor and a therapist walk into a podcast. Um, we're so glad that you can join us. I'm here with my best friend um, on the on the East Coast, Carrie, Wag- Carrie Wagner, the realtor. Hey, Hi. Carrie.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Well, you know, we've gotten some really good responses um, from our last podcast, and I appreciate that. And I thought we'd talk about some of the things that um, listeners kind of gave us, they wanted us to talk about. And one of the things that they wanted us to talk about was PCSing for those in the military or actually not PCSE and I'm sorry, they wanted to talk about transitioning out of the military and how that looks. Yeah. So in your experience, Carrie, when you've been working with military members, what, what do you see as the biggest challenge of transitioning out? And I'll let you know mine.
1: Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I think it's the whole family's fear about what's going to happen next. Is it, you know, it's, can I find a job that's going to support my family and where are we going to live? And, you know, am I going to pick the right schools for my kids? I mean, it's all of those things, all of those top stressors in life in one, in one event, uh, separating from the military and you've got to make all these massive life decisions. So I would say it's these big, huge decisions. That's what I would say.
0: Oh no, the, I think I'm totally agree with you. One of the things that I've seen um, for, I've seen a couple of things. I've seen a transition, like failure to launch kind of a transition. And I've seen military members really transition well. Um, and getting back into the civilian world, you know, the military and civilian world, they're just, they're just two opposite types of worlds, right? You know, if you're a master chief or a, a lieutenant colonel or, you know, a first sergeant, it's really, really different to when you're telling people what to do and how to do it right. Um, in the military world. And then it like, how does it equate into management or any other job in the civilian world? You know, believe it or not, if you're a colonel, nobody ever stands up or a captain in the Navy. Don't people don't stand up when you enter a room or they don't yell captain on board. So it's a big, it's a dip. That's a big transition for some military mem um, some service members when they when they get out Um, and one of the biggest struggles I see not only is it to you know when a military person that's been in the military for over 20 some years um, transitions into the civilian world I see that even the young ones when they've only been in four to six or eight years have trouble transitioning out have you seen that before
1: yeah. And again, I think they're a little less grounded in what, what do they want for their career? What do they want to be doing? And, um, it, it, there's such huge, huge decisions. And when you're told, you know, in the, in the military, you know, you're told by your superiors, you're told what to do, what days to do it, when to do it, how to do it. And, um, or if you're a leader in the military you're used to giving orders and expecting them to be followed. And in, in the civilian workplace, that's different. You know, there's all these HR rules uh, that you would have to follow and you have to um, guide people and uh, not so much orders, but requests and working with people in a whole different way.
0: No, I agree. And sometimes there's a, what I've, what I've witnessed is a loss of purpose, right? So, you know, if you go into the military and then you go into law enforcement and a first responder, there seems to be, you know, an equal amount of um, purpose, right, that you've kind of, Mm -hmm. but then if you go into, um, you've worked in, you know, you're an infantryman for, you know, six, seven, eight years, and then you go into civilian world, and let's just say not, I'm not putting down any of these these jobs, occupations, we need these, but you go into a warehouse or you go into, um, you know, the grocery stores and all of a sudden there's, you know, is this your purpose? You might be making better money, but it's, there is this, this lack of purpose that I've seen. And that's when we get into some, they get into some trouble, you know, where, um, not, you know, drinking or not knowing what the purpose is. I mean, those are some issues that I've seen. From the, from the old, from the older um, people transitioning out. And then for the younger ones, they get paid to go to school and sometimes they just go, well, I'm, you know, it is their, it is their um, benefit. So I totally agree with that. They, they go to school and they live on their school money, but they don't go and supply with an extra job. So they don't get life experiences and, you know, that can lead into trouble. Uh, You know, a lot of drinking, a lot of failure, launch, stuff like that. It's a really hard, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. And a lot of people don't talk about it. I think Mm
1: -hmm. the more that you
0: go and invest in it, like, you know, the programs that they have on base um, and at the installation, you know, you know, take those transition programs very seriously. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Because I think people take them as a joke because, you know, they're like, I've been in the workforce in the military for 26 years, it is a different, it's a different dynamic coming into the civilian world. You and I have a unique perspective because we were in the civilian world as an employee, but then went into the military world. So we had to learn a whole different language, a whole different mindset, a whole different, and, and that, you know, that was difficult for some people. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And I was, you know, I was thinking too, if you're, you know, if you're talking about mental health, When you change a major life, you know, a major life event happens, or for Mm -hmm. example, you, you separate from the military, there is a grief process because you're going to grieve the loss of that identity. You're going to grieve the comfort of, again, knowing that for however many years you were uh, enlisted, um, so there's definitely a grief process, but also on the other side of that is this anxiety that goes with, again, like I said, making all those huge life decisions. So it's a very emotional, and that, you know, is not only the service member, but that's the spouse, That's and then that stress and those issues trickle down with the children. So oh. it really is a whole family, um, tr- uh, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? Transition
0: a whole family transition. It's not just the service members transition. There's a military lifestyle. People don't talk about Karen. I think you brought that up. You know, your children, yeah, they're resilient, but they've grown up in this military lifestyle, the wife or the significant other spouse. I'm not necessarily wife. It could be just any, it could be any, it could be, you know, um, any significant Mm -hmm. other. Um, They, they have this mindset like, okay, we get BAH and we get do this and we go to the, you know, the, um, the, Naval hospital and yada, 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 and all that changes. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a, that's mm-hmm. a significant change. If you have used to be if you're used to living on base, getting, um, and I don't know about California, I don't know about Cape Cod, but you know, base living and expenses are a lot lower. You go outside into the, you know, community and you're paying for this less of a house, you know, twice as much. And you're, you know, even, though, well, yeah, you don't have that. Right.
1: You don't get, yeah, you don't get that housing allowance, those other supports right. that you get while you're in the military. And it's, it's a shocker it out is, there And, and they, What, what, life is expensive. Right. Let's just I say agree. that. Again, you in California, me in Cape Cod, life is expensive. Right. And they
0: say they have three months um, savings. I mean, that's what the transition people say when I was, would go to the transition meetings. and But let me just tell you, I, and I agree with that, but I would see these um, young Marines, um, sailors and uh, soldiers, they would be like, I'll be fine. You know, I'll, I'll have a job, and then, then they ask, then they wonder why they're so close to being homeless or couch surfing on uh, friends, you know, sofas because they didn't make those necessary changes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a big deal, and I understand why. You know, you're going to make mistakes.
1: You're going to you're going to you know trip over yourself sometimes, but there is a certain excitement to. What, what do I want to do with my life next? You know, where do I want to go?
0: Oh, this? I totally agree. I so. have a lieutenant um, commander um, um, in the Navy that, I, that uh, is a friend of mine and she's retiring this year and she cannot wait to get fancy nails. Okay. And color her hair purple. Sure. Uh, exactly. She's, you know, and also, she can't wait and a lot of times um these guys you know when i was at wounded warrior battalion and they were getting ready to transition out of the military they couldn't wait to grow a beard like you know a full facial hair and beard and and grow long hair and it's just it's very cute and very funny when you've been told for a very long time what to do you know we take it for granted we Mm -hmm. were like oh we want shiny sparkly nails we'll go do it we want purple hair we'll do it Right. Think, think about not being able to do something you want to do for
1: 20 exactly. years exactly, or nine years or however. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Or not. I mean,
0: so there is, if you and I get lazy and we don't want to shave our legs. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm just saying um, we don't have to, but these guys have to shave their faces every day and get a haircut every Sunday and blah, blah, blah. Uh, first, I probably crapped myself. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. I In, in
1: my imagination, I think I'm the hero because I'm a, I'm a large woman, people. I would jump on top of the person and tackle them. They wouldn't be able to get up, and I saved the day. Like, in my imagination, I'm very brave. Right. Now, in real life, I'm crapping myself, and I'm probably finding the nearest exit. You have to. But I'm going to run... S- you know how they say if a bear's chasing you, you just need one friend that's going to run slower. <laughs> I would be that. I would be that friend.
0: <laughs> you would so, sacrifice
1: yourself. First of all, I'm a huge target, <laughs> and I'd be the slowest runner. So I'm a goner anyway. So I might as well.
0: I might as well try to tap that person. And take well, you have to either you either have to you either have to fight or you have to flee. I mean, fight there's there's no other question. Like hiding isn't an option. You've got to make those two things. So t- today, I had a talk with my, I had a talk with Chloe. Um, you know, um, and by text, by we have you know a actual conversation. It was by text. I was like, "Hey, if an active shooter comes through the door, run to the back. Uh, run, especially if you can to the back exit. Um, and and don't say I Don't run through the front exit." And I said, "And please text me. Yes, you understand." Well, told the next two seconds later. I get a text. Yes, I totally understand. That's how funny that was. So I, I'm, I'm fine because, you know, I don't want her to um, be in a situation where her natural reaction is absolutely to freeze. You know, anybody's is right. I want it to be right. to run. And so <laughs> I did the same thing with, um, with with John's daughter. And I said, OK, who's who's going to be 13? I said, OK, so what do you do? If there's an active shooter, And of course they don't want to talk about it. They're like, "Why are we talking about this?" Is scary. I'm like, "No," because what happens is now. Do, now, at her, how old 13. is this girl? You're you're at their school. Are they doing drills? They are not, and I think that's yes, what? they're not. You know, it's, it's still one of those things that um, elementary and middle schools feel like they don't have to concentrate on, which I think is really which is really sad because we on base had to do active shooter drills and i've taken them very seriously i have
1: i have had to when i was working with the military kids all the time we would do practice drills if there was an active shooter how you block out all the wind of course all these were in the school setting you're blocking out the windows you're locking the doors you're being quiet you're hiding your your bodies behind as many desks and chairs as possible um and you don't open the door for anybody right Right
0: until there was an all clear and exactly and so the same thing in the you know um on the adult side no matter if we were embedded or not um we would always get a trailer or whatever the first thing was if we heard a you know alarm or active shooter or guns firing we'd lock the door stack as many chairs to the door avoid the windows and get as far back in it and then lock another door you know two two Mm -hmm. things of safety until the all clear. Because you know you don't know where the the shooter's at, so you can't you the safest place if you, if you can lock the door is to stay, you know, stay put. Um, but you know, in these 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 cases where so this, they're just so going this young in,
1: girl, yeah. that's right, that's right. So again, so the overall message here is it is stressful not only for the service member but also the family. There are so many decisions or so many things to go through. Reach out to the people that are the experts and that, um, have assisted many, many people with their transitioning, uh, part of their, uh, career, um, get that help with the resumes, you know, and USA jobs. I hate that. I hate that system. I will say it. <laughs> oh, I found that whole process brutal, mm-hmm. but you know, work with people to get that info in that program. And, um, And, again, reach out to professionals. You know, Brenda has a private practice in California. She can do teletherapy over the computer or the phone. And if you need to talk with somebody about, you know, there's fear about, am I going to be able to support my family and am I going to be able to do this?
0: Reach out to people and talk to um, them. Help them help Right, exactly. That's If you have the, don't be afraid to use the resources. Um, Don't think that you, you know, um, should know better. I think. That we all need help. And looking back in my life, the first thing I needed to do was I should have asked for more help. You know, maybe maybe things would be different, Carrie. I'm just saying things might be different. But I'd say you you ended up pretty I, successful. I, I, I mean, I'm always one paycheck away from homeless. I always remember that. But you know, we I think we all. Are. <laughs> um, but my but my idea is still that you know, please ask for those resources. Please um, get get all the help you can and don't think of it as that, you know, better, just let the experts be the experts and, and, and do what they say. So I think that's really great. So I have to bring up a subject and I know it's not a fun subject. Oh my gosh, Carrie talk about ADHD. I have to talk about this. So another listener called, um, wrote in and you're going to laugh about this. They asked us if we've ever been on a double date before. And I told them no. I said that's an interesting. Are they off? No, I know. No. That's what I said. Are you like, or do you want to double date us? That's kind of old, you know. Oh, that's interesting. But what they said when I thought this was horribly funny, um, and I had to be like, I had to agree with them. They said, and I said, no. Um, why do you ask? You know, I'm just curious. And they said, well, because if I was on a double date with you guys, I think I would leave outside the window. That's what they would leave. They would leave outside the window. And I started laughing and I'm thinking, well, I started laughing out loud. And I asked, I had to, you know, of course me, the curiosity. And I was like, why? And they basically said that what we talked in our, in our podcast, that's more than they've talked in a whole week. (laughs) I know, right?
1: so, this person is saying that we would overwhelm them with and as that, much as you yes! talk. And how, we, let's face it, you are the fast talker, and the listeners can tell I'm the slow talker. <laughs> so, that's probably a good thing that we can balance each other out. <laughs> but
0: yeah, we could cover a lot of topics in a very short period of time. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. But I just thought that was. That was so funny. And I was thinking to myself, I would love to go on a double date with us. I mean, I think we're fantastic. I I don't know, you know, wouldn't that be hilarious, though? And that would be something so great. Like, if we've actually scared someone off that they had to leave through the bathroom, that is hilarious. We'd have a whole podcast I know. about I mean, it's great dates that escape dates that escaped, D- dates that that escaped. Oh my gosh! Right that was... Dates that escaped so
1: fabulous. We, there's another reality Absolutely. show now. We have your family. We need to get that in the reality yes. show. Dates, it, that you escaped. know, we could start instead of catfish,
0: you know, on MTV. <laughs> dates that escaped. What took the limit <laughs> for them to finally say, "Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom," and then never show up? Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my okay. Gosh. So I had to tell you that story, but the, but the, the subject that I wanted to talk about is, you know, lately there's been a whole bunch of, um, in the news and we're not going to get into the news portion of it, of, of active, um, of active shooters. And, you know, have you mm. gone through an active shooter drill? And like, what is your scenario? I like to know carry scenario. If you're in a target, cause I know you don't do Walmart, but you're in a target and okay. okay. Or Target. Okay, and an active suitor come shooter comes in. What does Carrie do? Yeah. Your mom, pushed Yeah, you I out swear to God, God little 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 Kwan, she would be like, Go outside and play. I mean, like literally, and don't come back until like t- you know, lunchtime. I mean that's how bad it was. You know what I mean? Like I could have been playing I did. I played on railroad tracks, you know, where you put a penny on the road and you wait for the train to run over it. Yeah. Oh, I my know. Gosh. And, you know my mom never somewhere out me. there she along
1: asked. the somewhere out there along the tracks there's some old building that says
0: brenda loves <laughs> <laughs> and who is it oh who would have been God, i don't have time? a i don't have a clue oh this speaking of that and then moving to different t- topics they're not doing no at school so this was probably really good that you. no brought it was really good and yeah s- because the her. and so what in the world right this, a, this is what she said she says well i would You know, I would look for you. No, do not look for us. If that is the last thing I need you to do, it is our job as parents. We will look for you. And if we can't find you where you say you're, we're going to be, then we're assuming you ran. Right. Like, I mean, so Mm -hmm. her biggest thing, it was like, okay, so don't look for you run to the back exit. And she's like, but it says employees only. I'm like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) gosh. No, in oh, an active, no. shooter, but you gotta think. This is what a kid's thinking, you know. They're like, you can't go in that way. No, in an active shooter way, you go through the, um, the employees only, and you, and if it says exit, oh, uh, you know, emergency exit only. Do not, you know, do not open. You open the door, and um, and and you know, that was a really kind of eye opening thing. Is like, I go, yeah so that's what you do whether alarms go off or not they're going to be going off because that's what everybody be, should be running to is the is a is another in, um, exit out so I think it's important to talk to kids because they're their minds I mean can you imagine if it says I'm going to stop in front of the door says employees only I'm like oh I guess that's the end of the road for me <laughs> I'm that's good that's a good
1: point again you know the kids that follow rules and are very timid like if you're in a dangerous situation, get out. If that's your only option, is to run,
0: go, go right, and,
1: and and take care of yourself. Um, that's it's crazy that we have to talk about these things. I know
0: kids. it's crazy. I but know, but it's it, but it's so this important is now. now. It, it is, and this I have another tip knows. too that um I've just started implementing because I don't know about you, but um. You know, situational awareness for my daughter Chloe. I mean, if there was a time in her life where um, she was Kay's age, and I told her to stop dilly-dallying around Walmart, and she was dilly-dallying like normal and like looking at the cards, and I hid. Did I ever tell you the story, Carrie? Okay, I I gotta tell you the story. Go on. So (laughs) I hid to see if she would see. You know, I was gone. She did not notice. Three minutes later, she looks around, because I'm hiding behind, way behind, so she can't see. I'm like, uh-huh, I'm just looking at the clock going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you, did you say
1: three no, months? No, three minutes. About
0: three <laughs> minutes later, she doesn't recognize that I'm not in the card section. Starts to go, it um, starts to go look for me, right? I'm walking yeah. right behind her. She never <gasps> turns around. I've told her a million times if you ever get lost or you can't find me the first person you go to is a walmart or a pers- you know person that works there and say so i've lost my, my uh-huh. parent right because she thinks she's older she passed by two of them before i started to see her panic like oh my god where are they where are they and then i went chloe and all they had to do was look behind me oh it just shows you that you know if you know they're not thinking and that's what the world they're supposed to be right they're supposed to not or be worried about those kinds of things but in this world we kind of have to you know kids kids don't
1: kids these days don't get to be the kids that we were you
0: no know, we right
1: go outside come home at dark you could ride your bike all over the neighborhood Dude, you, you know i don't know about
0: your mom but now, my mom pushed me outside kid outside of the fence no, my mom yeah, pushed you, you me outside when just a couple of days ago y- how you and i And whether we want to believe it or not, we've had some serious intimacy issues with, with, and especially about sleeping. Do you want to talk about that? Intimacy issues. You know, I was thinking about this. Did you just say you and I? Not you and I together. (laughs) (laughs) Not you and I together. Uh, Listen, listeners. No, uh, no, not you and I together. Plug plug, plug your ears for a moment. (laughs) I don't know where Brenda's going with this. My thing was, um. Uh, when we would share a, a hotel bed, we were you, you and you were particular, and I I'm particular. Did I could I couldn't sleep with I couldn't sleep the full night with someone because I had these. when I first started dating, I didn't like like their house or some smell or you know what I mean. Did you ever have that? But you and I. When we were in Rome, we had to have a full discut before we went to Rome. We had to have a full discussion about like, how do you sleep? What do you sleep? Do we want to? Can we get two beds? Do you Do you still know what I'm talking about now? I found her sleeping in the tub. <gasps> no. Oh, tell what happened. What because happened? Because I was snoring. I was snoring. <laughs> you didn't even snore then.
1: Her husband doesn't snore. Oh, that's hilarious! And she couldn't sleep. I found her in the tub. I felt horrible, people. Oh, horrible. Oh, that's wonderful. That's probably where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. That every time I'm I, I go on a trip with somebody, I'm just like, listen, <laughs> I snore. I can't help it. <laughs> I cannot believe it. That's just too funny. But people, now listen. So Brenda is newly yes. married. Well, what's it been? Yes. Has it been a year yeah, yet? No,
0: it hasn't been a year. It's only been six months. So let me just tell you. So I had the same issues. Well, remember, we, I don't know about, I'm going to tell this our private little issue about this. I Sorry, Lister. Sorry, Carrie. But when we were in Europe, we did not date. We did not, Carrie, we, we just, you know, you don't want to go out with active service members. We didn't date. And therefore we didn't, um, have sex, you know? And so, um, for a long time, so for a long time. So when I, <laughs> so when I got back, I kind of didn't know what to do. You know, dating was scary, but not only dating was scary, was this idea of like sharing a bed with someone was really scary. Yeah. Yeah, so the first time, you know, um, John asked me to stay over. I'm like, uh, um, I might not be able to stay the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you give him the carry list no, of questions no, I to didn't, figure out how he could No, leave. I I didn't because you know I'm trying to still be like polite. Like, um, I wanted to win somebody over. I didn't want them to leave. <laughs> so. I was like, uh, no, I don't think I, I'm not sure, you know, of course I, I was like, uh, I gotta, I gotta go, um, you know, so now, so did it, you, now it you know, three, we, we've been together for the past three years, newly married for, um uh, six months, but it's, now it's like, I have trouble sleeping, you know, when he's not there, but, um. But before, it's like, uh, I need to have the right side. I only sleep under the cover. I don't sleep under the sheet. I still do it, Carrie.
1: Well, okay, listeners, now listen. (laughs) (laughs) Not that there would be anything wrong with it, but we were in Europe, (laughs) and in Europe, the beds are different. I hope the listeners, uh, please tell me some of you out there have uh, been to Europe. okay. (laughs) When you get a double, when you want two separate beds in Europe, what you get is two twin beds that are right next to each other on the same platform. Right. You don't get two separate platforms, so you can't, like, push it apart. Right. Yeah, there's there's some weird stuff you get when you go to Europe and you ask for two beds in a room. <coughs> so I actually have a, I have a quick story yes. to tell about, about beds See? in Europe. So, so, in Europe, we're working with the military, had a weekend, went to France. I went with this other woman, and I said to her, listen, I'm sorry, but I do sometimes snore at night, and she didn't say anything. She's very, um, very ladylike, and is always wearing lipstick. What? And she you know, out with her? her? I'm just her kidding. Hair, her, <laughs> yeah, her hair's done perfectly. And... So of course it's one of these beds where it's two twin beds on the same platform, and we gotta sleep like that. We
0: we <laughs> this is what you I was talking about—your sleeping intimate issues, right here.
1: This is what I was talking Do about. You know what happened?
0: She snored worse
1: than my dad used to. Her <laughs> snore, and she is in my face snoring like a trucker <laughs> on the side of the road. And I could not wait until the next morning to just rip her apart what? about, me. she never warned me <laughs> ever that's... that, oh, you know what I do too? Bring your ear bugs <laughs> or wear your earplugs.
0: <laughs> common courtesy, common courtesy people, right? I mean, just, that's why yeah, I mean, you asked me a trove of questions. Uh, like, okay, so do you sleep on your side? Do you sleep- <laughs> <laughs> the blanket. Do you <laughs> snore at yeah, all? Yes, you did. Oh, yes, what you. Yeah. Oh, me? yes, you did. Do, you know, I need to know. Like, is it the right side or the left side you sleep on? <laughs> I think no, I'm no, off. I'm what telling. You oh about? no, not at all. But it was the best funniest conversation that I kept in my mind and you know it, I thought about it and I was like that makes sense I think you need to set boundaries like you know uh, yeah like
1: we weren't going to be mad on each other so I mean I, I just you know I feel bad that okay here's another quick story people this is actually really funny as well <laughs> this is in America I went on a trip with my friend we went to Maine amazing amazing place <clears throat> and um two se- two separate
0: beds in America, <laughs> american right. good way. american good american Goodway, got it don't go under the sheet and do you know i have these weird intimate you when you touch i still do it yeah i can't explain it and um and you're you're going to see when you decide to find someone to sit and forget the other you're going to have to be the same way you're going to be like yeah uh i got some oh no bed issues household
1: now, if I if I start dating somebody, I'm gonna go back to the 50s. That, that, that was just, that, uh, I was I almost said a really bad password. Just, just like you and I are drinking, talking, talking, you know, on the yeah. patio. That jerk is gonna be in his own bed, <laughs> and he might even be in a separate room. I mean, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. So no, I don't. I don't anticipate. <sighs> experiencing oh, that little you, you, you again, know
0: you never know you never know care but that is just it is it is funny how you know when you get to a certain thing you know it, it takes a while to break down some of those 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 interesting walls that we built up and I thought was just a hilarious wall that you know that you you and I kind of had had experienced <laughs> <laughs>
1: well yeah yeah I mean yeah it's just so it's so personal. <laughs> it really I mean is. It really is. You're, you're, that's that's when you are the most vulnerable, let's just face it. Your oh, makeup's true. off, you don't look pretty right. anymore. You know, your spang comes <laughs> off and things start popping out everywhere. <laughs> you, right. know, it, it, oh, you know, it I could go on. I could go
0: on. For an event or anything.
1: Well, yeah, these, all these wrinkles I got to work around. Th- that's exactly
0: what I was saying. That exactly. How long does it take you to get ready now? Oh, jeez.
1: I mean, in some ways I've kind of given up. <laughs> <just be> <laughs> I used to deck out the makeup and the hair. I
0: feel like right now my hair won't, the curling iron, it won't stay curled. Well, you have beautiful like- hair. You have beautiful hair and you always uh, and, look put together. You always look put together. So, well, if I if we were facetiming
1: right now, you would not be saying that. <laughs> I, I sanded, listen to this. Uh, today I sanded these shelves I have in my house. Oh wow. They were dark brown. I'm going to paint them white, but you have to sand them first. And
0: Oh, I'm proud of you. Look at you DIY. I
1: I had a dusting of sand all <laughs> over my
0: body. It kind of looked like I was tan. <laughs> and, and you're and everybody that doesn't know, she's a redhead and white and she doesn't get tan. Yeah. It goes it yeah. goes white to red. There is no I think the most vulnerable moment is when you're trying to get dressed, and your significant other that you're trying to impress comes in while you're trying to pull <laughs> up spangs, I just think it's like a sausage. Like you're like trying to get a casing and a sausage. You're like, please, you're not supposed to see you. Please, leave. you're That's, pulling it's it up. Not attractive. It's, it's not attractive. It it's loses attractive. the whole thing. You know, it loses the whole. Um, yeah, I think it loses the the sex appeal. You know, of looking nice in a dress. Like I have I have issues with that. I don't wanna I don't want someone to watch me, you know, get dressed and know that I have to have like fifty thousand things to to even start to get. Carrie, have you noticed this as it's getting older that it takes a lot longer to get ready? Right. So I had to
1: run to the shower, leaving behind dust footprints in my house. Only to shower and wash my hair, so I could go back downstairs and start sweating again when I started painting. <laughs> oh. God, but God, le- anything can bring that up. Well, I don't even know why I brought that up.
0: Oh, because we were talking about how oh, long I've, it takes to
1: get ready. So anyway, so my hair's not done at all, and I have hair that's straight and curly and kinky. Every strand of hair decides it's going to be something different. So it's <laughs> I, I'm a mess. I am a mess.
0: So, how long and, do you think it takes for you to get ready oh, now?
1: Oh, back to the question. Yes, the, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I try to block about two hours. <laughs> I used to have it down to a science; that was able to do it in an hour. <laughs> it could be because I've stopped and pee so many times. I'm not even sure <laughs> what I'm doing. The, I don't know what I'm doing in the whole two hours. I will tell you this: I'm obsessed with listening to the tv show cheers on <laughs> netflix it's constantly running in the background number one i can oh, laugh at the joke yeah it just keeps my mind busy while i'm doing all this other stuff around the house oh that that's great i love that so- when netflix takes cheers off of its list of uh, shows that it's offering yes I, people i'm gonna need some suggestions <laughs> <of> other comedies <laughs> to listen to to keep me going oh.
0: Oh. That's great. Oh, that's funny. I love that you're honest. You're like, I now have to block out t- I'm gonna let <laughs> you know. <laughs> Carrie, if I have to get ready for an event now, it takes me three days. Three days. <gasps> three. What yeah, are you because about? Now no, listen. Now I have to if I have to go somewhere special, right? I have to go get Botox. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I got wrinkled Oh, over. That is right. right? She mm-hmm. tried to turn me on to Botox. Right. It's <laughs> sorry.
1: My goal is to stay fat. And when you're fat, you get less wrinkles. So (laughs) I'm pretty much achieving my goal of Botox by just
0: staying plump. Oh, no. So like, it takes me three official days. And then I'm like, Oh, because I'm like you, but I have Hashimoto's the superhero disease. And I can't I don't, I can't tan. So I'm white, but I'm a white Asian and white Asians look weird. So like I have to plan a day to like actually go and get spray tan so it's like I gotta go get Botox I gotta go get spray tan and then like the next day you know it's like oh God I gotta <laughs> I gotta I gotta get because I'm always running out of make gotta get makeup and get my hair done and it takes three damn days to actually get ready nowadays for an event that's how bad that is it, that it, it, it's a true story I'm starting to not feel so bad about my two hours thank you wow. see Thank you. And then it's a two hour, and it's a two hour block just for like, you know, just right before the the head of time. Yeah. Because, you know, I haven't, if I haven't gone anywhere or done anything, I haven't shaved. Everything's good. It's just awful. It's just awful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you have dark hair. So that could be a whole other issue. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, you know, it takes a long time. Yeah. Just horrifying. Oh my God. We have been. Yeah locked
1: in combo
0: for 40 minutes now <laughs> before listeners let our, like, yeah we
1: better let our losers go chicks are, maybe we'll have to break this into two episodes two podcasts <laughs> <laughs> people are busy brenda and they i knew. do not have an hour to listen to our bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on come on uh, I, we, we, but, you know we know some good things we know some helpful things so i so, Brenda, again, everybody, Brenda's in California. If you need um, mental health, and she works with a lot of uh, other um, mental health clinicians in yes. her office. So, if you need assistance, reach out to her. So, Brenda, say how they can get in touch with you. Oh, yes,
0: please email drbrenda at gmail.com. Oh, Dr. Brenda, L M F t at gmail.com um also please subscribe to this podcast um and listen we will be doing a weekly podcast you can look forward to hearing our stories and talking about whatever comes to obviously our minds um and we appreciate any suggestions and likes and again i um, want to thank all the listeners that got back to us and told us good feedback and some good insight. And then also, I want to remind you that Carrie is a realtor that works with military and can transition you all over the world. So please, if you have any um, needs and, and real estate needs or mortgage needs or anything that you might want to do or get some resources, please feel free to call Carrie. And Carrie, how did they get a hold of you? So,
1: uh, it, it might be best just to email me first. My so it's a letter K Wagner W A G N E R at Kinlan Grover.com. That's K I N L I N G R O V E R. So, yeah, email me if you have a question. If you're PCSing or moving, it doesn't matter that I'm licensed in
0: Massachusetts, I can get you connected to the right people, right? Exactly, so. that's the most important part, and that's what you need to do. Use the resources, people. Um, and again, thank you for listening and Carrie, thanks for being on and I will see you next week, my dear, or here, talk to you next week. Thanks, Brian. All right, talk to you later.
1: I appreciate your laughter. Okay, thanks. It makes, it makes, it makes for a great day. Oh, no, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye.